Thanks, everybody, for tuning into the short thing today. It is December 23rd. Warren and Ryan here with you. We got picks for the weekend ahead in the NFL. We have a four day NFL slate. This weekend starts tonight. Then we got Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Who knows? Maybe Tuesday. Maybe a Tuesday game. Who knows? Who knows? Who, who could tell what does what the week ahead is going to show in the NFL? Light bowl game slate, but we'll give picks out. Uh, I don't know if you got a pick in the Hawaii Bowl. There's the Camellia Bowl on Christmas Day. And then there's a couple games on Monday that uh, I got a couple picks for. But uh, we'll do that. Whatever else is going on, we can talk about. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcast app as well. Ryan, how's it going out there? It's going good. Going real good. Uh, you know, just ready for the, uh, you know, hol- obviously the Christmas holiday this weekend with uh, the kid. You know, got to celebrate with all different family. Still got to finish up a little Christmas shopping, but we won't talk about that. But uh, other than that, you know, ready to go. Well, yeah, I guess I forgot that my sister and I said we were going to get gifts for each other this year. <laughs> <laughs> so she got me something. I've not gotten her anything. So whatever I will get her, be getting her will be shipped to her apartment in D.C., um, which I really have no idea what I'm going to get. So um, who knows? Who knows what that uh, will be? But I do have uh, something I would like to share. This is This is going a while back, I think. That I I talked about this probably a year ago. I don't know, maybe less than that. But I have purchased. Do you have a guess? You have purchased an NFT. No, no, no. I already have NFTs, but no, no, uh, not, not those top shots like actual NFTs. No, 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 no. I've not. I have not. But I have purchased a steering wheel for the Xbox. Oh man, we're <laughs> in it deep now. We are in it deep. That's it's it's yeah well and then the purchase followed up with the F1 2021 because I did not already have it but it's it's 29.99 right now 65% off if anybody wants to get it it's actually a good deal um if you want to go but yes I've got I have purchased a steering wheel um took it over my sister's in town so we t- I spent the night at my parents Tuesday night um so took it over there we had some good family fun on that, it is still there, so I'll take the Xbox back over there on uh, tomorrow when I s- spend the weekend over there. But uh, the steering wheel, let me tell you, it is harder. Obviously, the controller is way easier. Oh, the controller is way easier in parts, but the steering wheel is a lot more fun, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, the steering wheel is a lot more sensitive, right? Like one little turn and you're oh. all, of a, all of a sudden you're in the wall. Yeah, I, I mean, it is the power steering doesn't exist on the steering wheel. Yeah. Um, they sh- I think they should have a setting for power steering. But again, I don't know if you can make some of the turns in uh, in power steering. There was a big problem. There was a, uh, a whole debacle when I was setting it up. It's not that hard to set up, um, but so I like get it all set up, ready to go, head out on the track. And I go into the first turn and I go on the brake and it only is braking like 20%. And I'm like, how is the brake pedal not working? And no joke, I spent 45 minutes. We spent 45 minutes trying to figure out how to recalibrate calibrate the brake thing watching youtube videos and everything and then one guy's like you need to recalibrate it if you plug it in before the xbox is on something could be wrong so you just unplug the u it's not it's a it's a usb there's it's it's not a wireless one um mm-hmm. which i did not realize but that's still fine the cord's pretty long um 
So I unplugged it and plugged it back in and it was working. It was a lot of hassle. I was getting So I think the real question that everybody's wondering is how many races have you restarted? How many races have I restarted? None. Yeah, because, because you crashed, you're like, oh wait, wait, no, no, I, I got this. Let me I just I just I just made one little wrong turn with the with the steering wheel. No, that's my dad on uh, doing time trial <laughs> laps. <laughs> uh, you could do a flying lap and then he'll I, I he's He's he gets so frustrated because he can't turn, but he's not braking enough. Like he uh-huh. he needs to brake, and his foot's just on, just off the gas, and you got to brake more. I, I I don't know, but I haven't restarted any races. I finished. I think every race I've done, I finished last. Nice. Um, but those are, that's just against the computer. But that's mainly because, um, yeah, no one of some guy like spun me out, um. But like if I'm just doing a time trial lap, I'm getting it's still not as fast, I think, as I could do it on the controller. Um, we haven't started yet going to uh manual gears. We're still look, let's let's Oof, yeah, baby steps. Baby steps here, baby steps here. Um, but uh, that's definitely gonna be in the cards. I think you gotta go manual on that. That's it's a full experience. Um, but we're still working on the racing. Like if I just do a uh I guess you could say a qualifying lap. We keep it on the track well. We we we're we're doing a fine time. Um, but uh, maybe you can change the sensitivity on the steering. I think I need. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I need. But the hardest thing is, is that when you could, the car is way easier to turn when it's like maximum downforce, which gives it like more turning. But like on the controller, if you just had a normal, um, like normal setup, it would turn much easier. So I got to figure out how I can get that setting to the normal, because when you have maximum downforce, you you lose a ton of time in the straights. Um, but uh, so far, so good. It's fun. Um, well, I was streaming on Twitch yesterday afternoon. Really? Um, yeah, with the wheel, five viewers. Hey, pretty good. Um, um so uh, who knows? Maybe there's a little Christmas stream at night. Um with the old uh with the old steering wheel but uh yeah no it was uh i mean i think i've talked about this or i talked about at the time that i looked at steering wheels for a while um they're expensive yeah i mean i've seen setups i've seen videos of guys that have setups that it's just like i mean it's pretty much just a simulator they're driving a full-blown simulator and uh you know have everything maxed out to the fullest i'm just like how is that how is that fun like why is that fun you're just going in you know like if i if some you know little 10 year old kid goes to play and he's playing on his little controller with his analog sticks and you have a full-blown car that you're driving in really like how is that fun i don't get it it's just like but uh you know that i get the steering wheel part and the gas and the brake being fun but when i see some of these other guys with their setup it's like all right buddy obviously a you have too much time or be a little too much money, and uh, you're 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 wasting a lot of both of those. Are you talking about like the three screens things? Like they got the one screen with they're in like the driver cockpit, and then the two on the side, and then that type of simulator with with the chair and everything in there. Because that's the like chair and a gear shift, and like uh, but you're trying to get as much like real like immersed in the game or whatever. I guess I don't know. I think those are pretty cool. Like if I could get a simulator or car sim driving simulator, I think that'd be pretty cool. No, I mean, buddy, I mean, come on, let me do what do you want a, a simulated AR 15 to go play call of duty? I mean, let's that's probably know. coming down the road. Probably. And probably. let me tell you, and let me tell you what, if you are, you people would jump for that. 
a simulated gun to play like Call of Duty with. Yeah, I mean, maybe I, I remember the Wii had one, I think, for like Deer Hunter or something like that. Um, but it's just I'm just like, you know, let, let's keep video games, video games. I, you know, maybe uh, maybe that's a little old school of me. But, but you, OK, so you wouldn't like if you're playing MLB the show, like turn it into Wii baseball or whatever. And you can hit that. Well, I think Wii Baseball was fun for what it was. And so, like, with that, yes. But at the same time, like, you know, if I'm if I'm going to be playing a little video game, I'm trying to get fully immersed in it. You know, I'm trying to play for an hour, hour and a half, and, uh, you know, shutting her down and calling it a day. All right. Well, there's AR out there. There's the uh, – or the VR out there that I've seen that you could The VR do. I've seen, yeah. I've seen that. That looks pretty cool. Until you see people running headfirst into walls and TVs. Those are probably some of my favorite videos right now. <laughs> people doing the, the VR and they start running and forget where they're at and just crash headfirst into the wall or into a TV and blow out a TV. No, no, it is funny. But there's also like VR, like baseball guys just in the cage hitting against pro pro things or whatever. They've He's doing like batting practice or whatever. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen that. I was talking to. Uh, so there's a guy that pitches for he was pitching for the Mets. I don't know who he's pitching for anymore. Was up at our baseball facility. His name is Jacob Rehm uh he's from he's from mckinney he plays in the bigs right now um but he said that they have like a like a deal where hitters can go into a vr and you pick you know say you're facing max scherzer that day you pick max scherzer and you can take you know 500 swings against him and they have all his pitches and you know the way things break and the way things move and things like that so you really you're taking like virtual batting practice against a guy before you go out and hit against him it's pretty wild yeah that's pretty cool like i would that would be cool to get and have no doubt. I mean, if you're a big leaguer, yeah. But like I said, if I'm trying, you don't to even think that'd be cool for, for just bit. like the normal person. <sighs> Man, I mean, yeah, it would be cool, no doubt. I'm like, it would look, it would be cool for sure. But I, I, you know, I don't know. Every time I go to plug in the game, if that's what I want to do. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying it's every time you got to go. Right. Like, if you have a simul, if you have a simulator, first of all, you probably have enough money where you're not like, man, I got to drive this the whole time. Um, but like you'd be like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some laughter, do some online race or whatever. I don't know. And maybe the seat starts moving a little bit, so you get this G's going on. That'd be kind of sick. <laughs> like that's the closest thing you're gonna get to ever being in a car. But why not have it? That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. I will say the only problem though, I'm I'm looking at the the setup in my uh, where the Xbox is at my apartment, and I might need to get a desk or something for the steering wheel um, to figure out what what goes on there. Yeah, you can't just go like steering wheel on the lap. That doesn't work. No, it doesn't work at all. And I'm gonna have to figure out something to mount it on or something. So that's uh... maybe like an old school TV tray. You know, you know the. Uh, the no, yeah, we have TV one. Trays. Maybe I could take that from my parents' house. Um, but because uh, they're, I don't think they're using it. But uh, I don't know. That's what I got, and it's uh, it's pretty fun right now. Um, so that's a little video game talk there. Didn't think that was coming today, but all right, the NFL. As we've now had a day to react to the rest of week, what is that, week 15? Mm-hmm. As we got three weeks left of the season, um, lots of things coming into focus. This week, uh, we got to look, there's a handful of big games. Baltimore, Cincy, I throw Tennessee, San Fran tonight in there. Both Christmas Day games are uh, matchups with some, uh, with some intrigue. Um, Washington, Dallas. What else we got? Pittsburgh, Kansas City. I mean, just there's some good matchups out there this week. Um, Dallas could have the division wrapped up already before they even take the field on Sunday night if the Giants beat uh, Philadelphia on Sunday. But don't really think that is going to happen with Mike Glennon and what we've seen from Mike Glennon. 
but you never know. The NFL is pretty crazy. Also, Buffalo, New England, big game. Um, should have said uh, that earlier. But Dallas, okay, so this is the second time they've played Washington in what, two weeks? Yeah, three weeks. Three weeks. Um, the, so the Dallas defense has been playing great lately, but isn't there something that, like, yes, they're, they're creating a lot of turnovers since the loss against the Raiders, but they've played somewhat of turnover prone quarterback Taysom Hill. And then also in that game, he was playing with a splint on his finger. So like he couldn't throw the ball. Taylor Heineke prone to the mistake. And then Mike Glennon, who should really not be in the NFL at all. So like the quarterbacks where they've played better against the defense has played better against. They're not really that great of quarterbacks and they're they're They will make the mistakes for you. And the Cowboys are capitalizing, capitalizing on that. But this is not to say like the Cowboys defense isn't playing better, but the competition they've had isn't like a top tier uh, competition. Yeah, no, I think I kind of said that on uh, on Monday show is, you know, the, the Cowboys have really benefited from playing some bad teams or at least some some bad offenses of, uh, you know, as of late. And they've 100 percent taken advantage of that and forcing and creating the turnovers. Um, but once you start again and, and I've kind of repeated this numerous times. If that offense isn't playing well, uh, that's not an offense that can keep up with playoff teams in the NFC. That defense, as long as they can keep playing this way against good NFC teams, uh, you know, you can just go as far as they can take you. But that offense has definitely got to step up and, and kind of keep up with it uh, with that defensive side of the ball. Dak really said that, too, after the Giants game was, hey, this defense is playing really good. That offense is, is lagging behind and we got to step up and, uh, and and play better. Um, I, I don't know about you, but I. I kind of think that if they do have the division locked up um, after Sunday, that maybe you sit Dak and let him rest up a little bit before the playoffs start, because it's been very clear and obvious to everybody that since he injured the calf and it's come back, it just really hasn't been the same for him. So maybe a couple of weeks off, he can kind of get rejuvenated, rest up a little bit, get healthy and come back and be the Dak that we saw the first what five or six weeks. I think they play him against the Cardinals just because that's kind of a big game for his potential seeding if the Cardinals can win the division, yeah. which that's up in the air. Mm-hmm. But against the Eagles on the road, I definitely think that they would sit him. Um, but also, and and maybe Dak doesn't want like two weeks off. Like, I know he probably could use yeah, it. Yeah, probably the, not, but still, buddy. I mean, the, let's let's look for the greater good here, not just what you want, but you're trying to win a Super Bowl. No, I know that. I know that. But he's going to want to play against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a, that's a big game. That's a big game. He's going to want to play against them, but um, just a week off. I don't think that would be against the Eagles. The last week would be pretty would would be bad at all. Um, I would tend to think that that would happen. I would think that like tyrants, a bunch of guys wouldn't play against the Eagles. Like why risk um, those guys going out there and getting hurt? Um, even if, even if you can get, well, the thing that, the thing that goes into question, though, is if it comes down to the Eagles game, now we're probably getting way ahead of ourselves. But if it comes down to the Eagles game and you could get the bye week, do you send your starters out there for the bye week? And I would say the answer would be yes. Instead of no, because. I mean, with the bye week, you get it's more of you get you only have to win two games to go to the Super Bowl. You don't have to win three and every game is going to be at home. So. That's what it comes down to. If you can get the bye, I would say they play the whole regular season. But if not, 
then I would say they rest against uh, the Eagles. Yeah, no, I agree. It's not just, like you said, the bye week isn't just, hey, you get some rest or you get a week off to, you know, rest up and, and uh, you know, prepare for, for the ap- the week after. Yeah, that's part of it. But I, like you said, the biggest thing is, A, home field advantage, and B, a lot shorter road of only having to win two games to get to the Super Bowl versus the three. Um, I agree. If it does come down to that Eagles game, you probably do roll the starters out there because if you have a good shot of, of being that number one seed, uh, you know, depending on how the Eagles are playing at that point, you really don't know what to get from them week to week. So if they look like they're on one of their, you know, uh, one of their uh, slides, maybe you can take advantage of it. But uh, like I said, if, if, you know, either it's Green Bay or, or Tampa Bay has the one seed locked up, I think you just go ahead and pack it in for the season and uh, rest up, get your guys healthy, especially Dak. You know, I don't know. I don't know what you want to do on that defensive side of the ball to make sure everyone stays healthy. You know, Randy Gregory has been been prone to injury. Demarcus Lawrence has been beat up a little bit. And sure, they're healthy now. But, you know, the way they've been playing, the way they've been, they get, they've been getting after guys, there's definitely a likelihood that they get injured. So I don't know if you play them, you know, first, you know, just the first half, just the first quarter, you limit their playing time. I don't think you sit them all together. I think Dak, you probably sit completely. Maybe even Zeke, you sit completely. Tyron um, Smith. Well, he's already Tyron's, out anyways. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, but some of those guys on the defensive line that have been wreaking havoc, uh, you probably limit their playing time to make sure that once you get into the playoffs, it's all systems go and you're ready to roll. Yeah, no, I would agree. And then while the Packers, the last week, they play the uh, Lions. So you would have to think they're going to beat them. Yeah. So it might not even it might not even matter going in. If you need a Packers loss and the Cowboys win, it might not even matter um, there. But we'll have to see. But no, things definitely tighten up in the uh, NFC. Five teams have 10 wins. Um, and the, I think the Bucks. I don't really. They need Antonio Brown. Obviously, they need Antonio Brown back. That's why they didn't release him when Bruce Arians said he had one more chance. Um, and he blew that chance, but that's why he's still on the team because Chris Godwin tears his ACL, and you don't, you don't release guys like uh, Antonio Brown when you've seen what he can do there. But, thing, I mean, things really are up in the air in the NFC, at least for the one seed and, and seeding in general of, of where you fall. We talked on on – Monday about how you want the you really want the two spot if you're uh, Dallas, because then you'll get Minnesota, Philly or the Saints, maybe Washington squeaks. And I don't know, but that's pretty much a three horse race, I think, between the Vikings, Eagles and um, Saints there. And that's obviously the easier opponent than the Rams or the 49ers. But I mean, lots of things going on right now. The Cowboys, yes, offensively, they need to get better. It's not, it just seems like they're just, I don't it's hard to tell what the issue is. I mean, they, you want to at least score about 20 points a game. They scored 20 points a game the last three weeks. They put up 27 against the Saints in Washington. I know both of those included a defensive touchdown. Um, so it's like, what did the offense really do? But you're at least getting to the 20 point mark, which isn't, which is what the bare minimum it should do. It's just not putting up the 40s and 30s like they were before the Vikings game when Dak uh, got hurt. So it's just trying to figure out what is what's going on just off sync if they can figure it out. Um and all of that going on and also you got to try and try and hope that everybody on the team is uh is gonna um not test positive for COVID because yeah. that's another th- I mean the the Jets put what 16 guys on the list yesterday. Um, including yeah. Robert Sala. I know the the Browns players are testing out Washington. Did Heineke test out today? Yeah, he, he was yeah. Uh, removed from the COVID list today. 
and uh texas state legend david mayo he i saw he was off the list um but uh i mean really it's just if you're if you're a team you're just hoping that your guys can stay off the COVID list i i I don't know if you saw this but i thought this was pretty interesting so like obviously the eagles seahawks and raiders players were disappointed mad that their games got postponed to tuesday or moved to monday for the raiders and then tuesday for um for the eagles and um the eagles and seahawks but jc treader who's the NFLPA president also happens to be the Brown center said that the, they were like, Oh, the only reason JC Treader is moving these games is because he's the Brown center. Well, he moved two other games too. So that's a moot point. But he said yesterday that the NFL is close to canceling the games. And he didn't say if it would have been a forfeit for one team or if it would have just been canceled in general, but saying close to canceling those games uh, happen and that then those players wouldn't have gotten paid for those games. So he was he was like, I'm fighting for guys to get paid. That's why I was trying to get them postponed. That's pretty interesting because I don't think we ever saw, heard any reports of saying, wow, these games are close to getting canceled. It's they're on, they're on, they're on. And it's like, oh, now like Friday or Friday afternoon was like, okay, the Browns, it sounds like the Browns game's getting moved to Monday. And then every the other two games got moved, but. No one really didn't hear that. Like, wow, these games are close to getting canceled. When it sounds, when at an actuality, they were, they were close. Yeah, that's that's wild. I didn't, you know, like I said, nobody had heard that. Um, the only time they've talked about canceling games, making a forfeit, is if a team had an outbreak full of unvaccinated players, and that wasn't the case with any of these games that got moved over. So, uh, you know, I, I think that's 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 wild. That if you know, if he's telling the truth, which why wouldn't he be? that if they were really that close to being moved, uh, you know, maybe the NFL should have just kind of shut down for a week and let everybody get this thing under control, not cancel games. So guys don't get paid, just shut her down, push it back a week. Owners still get their money from, you know, everything that they get from ticket sales, revenue uh, streams of, you know, whatever goes on at the stadium, things like that, rather than just losing all that altogether. Uh, You know, I think that could have been a much better resolution to that whole issue. Yeah, I I was just surprised that they said that. And I mean, if you're a Bills fan and you 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 read the rules on uh, outbreak with unvaccinated players, I think you got to be shaking your pants a little bit right now every day, hoping that hoping the uh, that doesn't get that bad. Yeah, because uh, Cole Beasley tested positive and everything. It's just look, you're gonna have to figure out a way. It's going to, it's, we talked about it on Monday. It's, it's your team's probably going to get it right now just because that's what's going on out there. I mean, the NBA has over 100 guys in the COVID protocol. That's, they, they have 450 players in the league and 100 of them are in COVID protocol. It's just, that's what's going on right now. And the NBA at least has the, they can postpone games here and there because they can reschedule them or whatever. The NHL can postpone, they postpone two days early from their Christmas break and now they're not going to the Olympics. So they have a whole month where they could reschedule these games. So it's not a big deal for the NHL. That's kind of, they got lucky. It's kind of built in the NFL. It's harder to uh, do that. All right. Picks last week. I was pretty bad one and four. So now I'm 43 and 32 on the season. Um, my one, one was the Colts against the Patriots this week, last week, I had five favorites this week. I think I'm doing a bad thing. I'm going five underdogs. It's not that I was trying to find underdogs. It's just, that's just kind of how it happened. Yeah, no, I feel you. I have, uh, I have three dogs and one pick them, uh, on my, uh, on my card too. So 
It's uh, you know, I, I I hear you. I went two and three last week, so I'm 37, 36, and two on the season, still above 500. Uh, don't do the percentage. I'm <laughs> have one win above my loss, so I'm above 500. But you're um, losing money because of the juice. Yeah, you know, probably <laughs> they, uh, you know, that's how the house wins. That's how the house wins. That is how the house wins. Um, I didn't say you're not above 500. I just did something else to say that you're below the waterline. True, true, yeah. And that almost is worse than being below 500. <laughs> yes, I would agree there. All right, so my five picks. I'm going to take the Colts on Saturday night. I was on them last week. Carson Wentz, look, I think he's been playing. It's hard to it's hard to say he's been playing well, and then you watch him play on Saturday, and he, he completes five passes, and they win a game, but Jonathan Taylor good attack. Something's up with the Cardinals the last couple of weeks. Um, but this is also the, oh, a team that covered versus a team that didn't cover, then that would be the um, Cardinals. But I like the I like the Colts. I'm taking them plus one. I'm going to take the Bills plus two and a half against the Patriots. I I I know this is, a, this is the what if, but I think if the weather is right and it's fine in Buffalo on that Monday night, the Bills win that game. I think the weather in Foxborough on Sunday is supposed to be pretty good. Um, I'm going to take them plus two and a half. I'm going to take the Vikings plus three at home against the Rams Tuesday to a Sunday early kickoff on Sunday. The team going west to east. That's the spot where I'm going to take the Vikings. Um, I don't really even know what to make of Kirk Cousins because he's he's just. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with him and the Vikings, but they beat a bad Bears team. They played bad, but the Bears played worse. I'm going to take them plus three. And then I'm taking Baltimore plus three against the Bengals. I think this is a total letdown spot against uh, against the Ravens. I don't even care if Lamar's playing. I've, I've, I've seen two weeks of Tyler Huntley. He's more than capable of leading that offense. We saw it come back against the, against the Packers. He had to come back against the Browns. He looks good out there. He throws a solid ball. I'm going to take them. And then uh, my last pick is going to be I'm a I'm – a, Two and on and on Monday night. Nice. I'm I'm a part of the two and on army Monday night and taking the Dolphins plus three against the Saints. I like Those it. Are my so, picks. so you said you're on the Vikings because the Rams going west to east. Vikings are in the central time zone, so I don't know if. That but it's happens. still a noon start. Okay. It's an early start. Yeah, I just didn't. You know, I just want to make sure that we're. Yeah, well, everyone... the body clock's still 10 a.m. Yeah, in the central time zone. Once when you get the early kickoff. You're right. Um, so that's yeah, no, that's 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 still a, that's still in favor there. Um, so I'm also on the Colts uh, on Saturday, taking them plus one, kind of like what you said. Uh, you know, something is going on with Arizona. They're seven and three at home this season, as it is, and this game is in Arizona as well. So uh, I think Indianapolis goes in there. I think they went outright. I think not having D Hop has really hurt them. Christian Kirk's played really well in his absence. James Conner's been scoring a lot of touchdowns, but. Kyler just doesn't seem right. I think when he gets injured or he gets banged up, it kind of lingers for a little bit. Um, but uh, so, you know, like I said, the the Colts are playing really well. Jonathan Taylor's absolutely tearing it up. That defense isn't bad either. So I'll take the Colts there. Uh, I like Chicago plus six and a half against Seattle. None other than I just don't know what the hell to expect from Seattle right now. Uh, you know, their running game is is banged up. Sure, they played. I don't know if I don't even know if you'd say they played well against uh, L.A., they had a couple calls go against them. Uh, they kept it close, but I, I think I think Chicago can keep this within a touchdown as well. I think Justin Fields has a decent game. Uh, maybe not throwing the ball, but just making plays. 
Uh, I like Baltimore plus two and a half. I don't care if it's Huntley or Lamar back there. I think Baltimore wins outright. I know they're banged up. I know they got a ton of guys out. But uh, the inconsistencies from Cincinnati, I just don't know that I can trust Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, I, I, let me take that back. I can trust Joe Burrow. I like Joe Burrow a lot. I think he's going to be a really, really good quarterback. But just they've just shown so many inconsistencies that I think the better coach team wins this game, and I think that's going to be Baltimore. Uh, I like the Chiefs minus seven and a half. Big number there that they're laying against Pittsburgh, but they're just absolutely rolling right now. I know there's a chance that Tyreek doesn't play, but uh, you know, still with with Kelsey and and the run game there, I like the chances. And then I'm going to take the Raiders in a pick'em because Drew Locke is playing quarterback for the Broncos, and that guy stinks. Yeah, yeah, but the Raiders also aren't very good. Yeah, but I'll take I'll take Derek Carr over Drew Locke. I mean, there's not too many guys I'd say that about, but. Uh, Drew Locke is one of the guys that I that I take Derek Carr on my team over. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, I would I would obviously agree with you uh, on that. There, all right, some college bowl games going on. We gave out our picks today. What did you have today? Did you say? Do you remember? Oh uh, yeah, I got it right here. I have the over in the UNT game and the over in the UCF game. Big 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 line move on the over and the made up uh, in the bowl game. Um, yeah, so I also had the over. I haven't seen the line recently, but when I gave it out, it was 54. Now it's 55 and a half. Okay. I feel like people are just betting the overs, but not just blind betting bowl overs. Um, and that's why the line move is going on. All right, so we got the Hawaii Bowl tomorrow. Do you have a pick in that? That is Memphis and Hawaii. Yeah, I have. So um, I also have UCF plus six and a half against Florida. Uh, what is that, today or tomorrow? Yeah, that's today. Um, so... Um, I have Hawaii plus eight and a half in the Hawaii bowl home field advantage. I just don't know if Memphis is any good. Uh, I don't say, I don't think Hawaii wins outright, but I do think they cover. Um, I got the Georgia state ball state over 50 and a half. And then I'm going to take, uh, Eastern Carolina plus three against BC. All right. So I am not, um, I don't have anything in the Hawaii bowl tomorrow. I'm also not betting the, uh, the game of the Christmas day game. I don't have a pick in that, but I would say fade the Mac. The Mac is historically bad in bowl games. They're all, they're off to an own four start right now. I think they only got three games left. So maybe it's a winless run for the Mac, which is sad, but uh, they're not very good in bowl games. Um, Monday, I have the over in Nevada, Western Michigan. It is a little disappointing. Carson strong. The Nevada quarterback's not going to play. Uh, you know, maybe get a little draft showcase going on, but he's uh, avoiding risking injury. And then I also have on Monday, um, Eastern Carolina plus three against Boston College. And then when we get to Monday's show, we will have picks for Tuesday and things really start heating up on Tuesday. We got about five games Tuesday, five games Wednesday. We get really into the heart of the, uh, of the bowl season next week. And then the playoff is a week from tomorrow. And did you see these uh, playoff, uh, the playoff could, there could be forfeits right now in the playoff yeah. due to COVID protocol. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and uh, Alabama said that uh, Bill O'Brien and Doug Marone have tested positive. I honestly probably think the players are pretty excited that those guys are probably going to be out of the facility for a while in quarantine. Um, but uh Pretty crazy. We saw the A and M uh, situation. They had, you know, they only had thirty-eight eligible, thirty-eight eligible players so far because of the COVID ran through there. I also am surprised that they, like, they themselves pulled out the, pulled out of the game, 
it's it's I was thinking about this. I'm like, wow, they don't their game isn't until the 31st. So that was yesterday, nine days away. That's kind of surprising that they pulled out all or early because guys could like get cleared and everything, but also maybe more guys test positive, this and that. But then I'm thinking if they have the bull activities, like I know for the Cotton Bowl, they're those they're, those teams are coming in town on Tuesday, which is a little bit early, which is a little bit later than normal. But maybe they were going to get down there like Monday or Tuesday for the whole week of bowl thing. So then that's less time for those guys to test out. I don't know. I'm kind of surprised that the AD pulled out, but that's what he did. And also this is, I think this is a big stain on A&M mainly because they pride themselves on the 12th man. They just can't get a bunch of kids from the school out there to, to fill the roster. Yeah. That's the, what I was thinking too. I the mean, true come on. 12th man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm sure there's a ton of guys that are waiting to relive the glory days of their senior year in high school and get up there and suit up. And, uh, you know, just run as fast as they can downfield on a kickoff and try to hit a guy. I mean, you know, Texas football capital of the world. Why you can't you tell me you can't scrounge up a couple guys to to uh, just at least, like you said, suit up and, and play the uh, play the true role of the 12th man. Yeah, which, hey, the, the 12th man could get a huge bump instead of just being relegated to special teams. Yeah, you can get a you can play receiver. They might need you a D line, little linebacker, safety going on. Who knows? Maybe uh, uh, who's even playing quarterback? Because Calzada transferred. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Haynes King, I guess. I don't know. I thought he was um, done for the year. Huh? I thought he was done for the year. Oh well, shoot. They need a quarterback then. Oh, it was that guy that that took that one snap against Bama? Whatever his name was that that had a oh, handoff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever his. Whatever his deal was, but uh, I mean, yeah, they who knows? They they could have needed a backup quarterback. Huge and miss by Jimbo. Huge, huge miss by uh, Jimbo, and then now they're scrambling to get another team in. It sounds like Rutgers is going to play against Wake Forest, Love which, it. huh? Love it. Which is pretty, which is pretty good. They were also seeing if they could get another a team that had already played a bowl game to play in this game, which would have been funny. If they would have done, would have done that. Like how many, how many teams do you think would have said, Hey, yeah, we want to play another game. Do you think probably it would have been a, a lot? lot? No, probably not a whole lot. I'm look, I was looking at the teams that have played already. Who would you really want to watch play? Exactly. Wait, That's another thing. It's a bunch maybe of coastal? conference. Huh? Coastal. Western Kentucky. Yeah. Maybe Western with, Kentucky. With the Bailey Zappi trying to get 6,000, break the, um, Rushing or but uh, maybe Oregon State, but they got beat by Utah State. I don't know. Utah, put them, put the miners out there. Um, yeah. Did they win their bowl game? No, they lost, but they covered. Um, oh yeah, that's right. The spread was eleven or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, maybe San Diego State. I don't know. Like I, I just really don't know how many guys would be like, yeah, you know what? Let's go play a f- another bowl game. Let's get Texas in there. They're they're not they didn't win five games. I know, I know. Let's get them in there. They're not even eligible. It's the five win teams that are eligible on that, and they're not even they're not even there. But Rutgers, look, I think I think Rutgers is a perfect team. They'll probably get killed by Wake, but they're just a perfect team to play in that uh, in that extra bowl game out there. So or in the Gator Bowl against Wake Forest. So we'll have to see what goes on. We'll also have to see if other games are going to get postponed. Yeah, which um, or canceled. Yeah, well, yeah, canceled because they're not going to they're not going to um, postpone a bowl game. So we'll have to see if that goes up in the uh, is up in the air. And I, I, I think if I'm if I'm a team in the playoff right now and I see how things are going or going on in the country. I don't know if guy if they're letting them 
go home for Christmas and then say, hey, you know what, this weekend we're go home for the holidays or if they said come come back on Monday and be ready to go when we take the planes to the playoff. But if I'm Fickle, Saban, Harbaugh or, um, who, uh, and uh, Kirby Smart, I'd be like, guys, you know what? I'm sorry. We're canceling that. We got bigger plans ahead. We're, we're getting a hotel and we're staying a hotel until we leave to go to the playoff. Cause you can't, you don't want to risk it. Yeah. Um, and JT Daniels tested positive. I don't know if you saw that. Um, but so I don't know, lots of things, lots of things going on out there. All right. Do you have anything else? Yeah. So I teased this on, on Monday. Um, I kind of went over, uh, this gentleman, he puts he put a scoring system together uh, for each bowl game and uh, to kind of decide who the winners were going to be. And he uh, the way he did it was he would take each team and assign points for everything that happened. So if they had a road win over a ranked team, that was three points, a home or neutral win over a ranked team, that was two points, a lopsided win, which he considered 21 points or more over an unranked team, one point, or a narrow loss to a uh, ranked team, which he thought was eight points or less. That was also one point. Uh, a regular win or regular loss, which is between nine to 20 points to a ranked or unranked team, that was zero points. And then he would uh, subtract a point if you had a narrow win over an unranked team, again, eight points or less. A lopsided loss, 21 points or more to a ranked team. So you would lose two points. If there was a regular loss to an unranked team, 20 points or less, and then lose three points if you had a lopsided loss to an unranked team, 21 or more. And he went based off the final top 25 rankings, not if you beat a team during, uh, well, you know, while they were ranked and they finished the season unranked. So right now he's eight and three. Uh, the only games he lost were the Toledo game. Uh, he had Toledo over mid- uh, Middle Tennessee, BYU, and the Oregon State game. He lost, Those are the only three he's lost so far. Everything else, He's been right on the nose with, and this is all to win, not to cover. This is all to win outright. Um, and so for this weekend, he has uh, Miami to beat North Texas, uh, Florida to beat UCF, Memphis against Hawaii, and then he has Georgia State beating Ball State. So if, uh, like I said, if you want to tail some picks, this guy's been pretty good. Uh, and then he has Boston College over East Carolina. Uh, he's been pretty good so far and, uh, has based on this ranking system that he's come up with, uh, to, uh, to, to win some games here. This was mainly for like a, um, what is it? What do you call the, uh, confidence, confidence yeah. points, uh, pools. So he's, you know, he said, you know, kind of lay the biggest points on, on, on some of these, uh, looking ahead. He thinks that, uh, Vegas got a couple games wrong. He thinks Houston should be favored over Auburn. SMU should be favored over Virginia, Oregon over Oklahoma, Arizona State over Wisconsin, Oklahoma State over Notre Dame, and LSU should be the favorite against Kansas State. Um, So those are the ones he thought uh, Vegas got wrong. Western Kentucky was also on that list. They obviously blew out Appalachian State. So, uh, you know, there's I think there's some validity to this. Maybe he's just, you know, kind of lucked into it a little bit. But so far, guys rolling. All right, yeah, I was going to say if my my question was going to be did he take any underdogs because the five the four games before you just listed the look aheads were all favorites. What do you Oh, the yeah. Like like today Miami's a favorite, Florida's a favorite, Memphis is a favorite and Georgia State's a favorite. Yeah, so I mean, so, right rightfully so I think because uh some of those had had better wins, you know, yeah. against against the uh, against teams. Uh so I get that, but he has picked some dogs 
Um, uh, let's see. Western Kentucky was probably the biggest dog. Um, where else? Liberty was a favorite, right? Was Liberty a favorite? Yeah, they were like 10-point favorites. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe it is just as easy as, is rolling with the, uh, with the favorite, but, uh, like I said, eight and three so far, not too bad. I mean, not as good as my record in the bowl games, but I won't mention What's that. What's your record in the bowl games? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven and two. So pretty dang close. <laughs> so about the same. Uh, yep. Almost exactly the same. <laughs> Don't do percentage points, but, uh, pretty close. Yep. <laughs> So the same thing. All right, that's interesting. There, we'll have to keep following that. Yeah, I'll keep. Uh, I'll keep it here and uh, make sure that we kind of track it along the way. See how. I think we gotta really follow out. when he when he when he picks a dog outright. Like see. when he has an underdog. Like I'm not. I'm like because you get what I'm saying though on that. Yeah. Like any like you're not gonna bet the Florida money line today. I don't think it's probably two fifty or something. Right. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad system, but yes, for a bull confidence thing, it's a. It's a good strategy. Yeah, I'll have to look, go down the go down the page a little bit more and see uh, see if he does have any dogs. Uh, he, he does. Have, so yeah, he, he has. He has Houston. He has Houston yeah. over Auburn. Um, he listed off the, some a couple minutes ago. The dogs a couple minutes ago for next week. Yeah, for next week. Yeah, he thinks. Yeah, yeah. The, so he had seven games where he thought the dogs were should have been the favorite. So yeah, he uh, he's got some coming down the pipeline. So we'll have to check out those uh, seven there. Yeah, and see how that how that goes. All right, I don't really have anything else today. No, that'll uh, do it. I mean, baseball's in lockout. NHL shut down. NBA, like you said, they have. Uh... Now the NBA. I meant to mention this earlier. Ask you earlier. Just because you're in the health and safety protocols doesn't mean you tested positive, correct? Like you could have just had a close contact. Uh, yes, but I think most of the guys have tested positive. Oh, okay. Because I think that, I think they might've changed the close contact rules mm-hmm. to make it where you're then testing positive. You're in the protocols. Gotcha. Um, that's what I think, because I think they would say before it was like, oh, he's entering as a close contact. Like, okay. I don't understand. Cause at the beginning of the season, Lori Markinen tested Tested po- Kevin Love and Laurie Markin and tested positive for COVID. So they were put in the health and safety protocols. If you're in an NBA team, how is the whole team not considered a close contact? Correct. So that's why I think when you enter those health and safety protocols, you are not a close contact. You are um, positive. Well, yeah, if if you're unvaccinated, then you might be put in there. But if you're vaccinated, which I think like 95 percent of the NBA is 90 percent of the NBA is then you don't you're not considered a close contact. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, teams are guys getting signed on these hardship contracts, like Joe Johnson coming Joe back Johnson yesterday. Um, the Mavs signed Maurice Chris, um, the other night who actually played pretty well against, uh, against the, the, the wolves. I mean, guys that are getting signed are just, it's pretty crazy. I did see a tweet that's saying that said every team when they get, if they only have like eight guys available should have, they have one um, franchise legend that they're forced to sign to a 10 day deal just to get the TV views up. That'd be sick. So like, obviously the Mavs people would say Dirk, but I don't think Dirk would want to play. Probably. Uh, I heard an interview with them a couple of weeks ago on the ticket. This was pretty interesting. It's he's so they asked him, 
if could you right now go and make uh, eight out of ten foul shots for a million dollars? And he was like, well, do I like lose a million dollars or is it just to win a million? And he goes, okay, to make it interesting, it will be you lose a million. If you don't get eight out of ten, you get a million. If you make out of ten, if you make eight out of ten, what do you think his answer was? I think he said he he wouldn't do it or he wouldn't be able to. He said that I would bet on myself to make eight out of ten, but I don't know if I would be able to do it. Yeah. That the only reason he would take the bet is because he would he would bet on himself. Yeah. Which I thought's an interesting look into his mind and everything. And it doesn't sound like he's playing a lot of basketball right now. Probably not. And really shot the ball a lot lately. If which... we're being honest, he didn't play a whole lot his last couple of years in the NBA either. <laughs> No, no, but he at least was working. He yeah. was working out and doing that. Does sounds like he's playing a lot of tennis, not a lot of uh, a lot of basketball. But uh, yeah, that's it. All right, thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back on Monday. Have a good Christmas, everybody, and we'll talk to you then.